Hey y'all, this is Brian Potter and I am a Shelly Spears and welcome to the Space of Grace podcast. This podcast is for everyday people like us, regardless of sex, age, and background. To make room for people to encounter God's grace throughout their lives. So come into our space where we welcome real conversations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Space of Grace. We are so excited to have you with us today. We have an awesome guest. My name is Brian Potter, though, one of the founders. And I am Shelly Spears, and we just wanted to welcome you guys today. Uh, today, we have Alicia Miller um, in the house with us. So we are so excited as she shares um, her story and journey, which is actually very interesting. Um, Alicia Miller is a gifted photographer, blogger, and founder of the Marriage Project podcast. Uh, the Marriage Project is a community organization that exists to educate a future generation while encouraging and inspiring hope for this one through the portrait of God's design for marriage by sharing couples testimonies and stories through a monthly podcast and visual story telling advocating for the family and marriage the beautiful part in all of this is that she is single (laughs) Uh, so welcome guys alicia miller hi i'm so happy to be here with you girls finally so so happy to have you here with us. Um, what a blessing. <laughs> and so uh, thank you for coming on today. But we'd love for you to share with our listeners, you know, what you'd love for them to know about you. We know Shelly just shared, uh, you know, more about what you do, about the Marriage Project, but we'd love for you to share your heart and anything that you'd like for our listeners to know. Yeah, that was so awesome to hear that, Shelly. Got it. Yeah, I was nailed it. Um, so I actually am from Southern California. Um, so we have the coasts or we're on different coasts, but, um, Mm -hmm. let's see, I can share just a little bit about my testimony, um, a brief background. And that just started when, yeah, I just grew up going to church. Uh, I was pretty, I know I could say fluent in the Bible, but I didn't really know God. It wasn't Mm -hmm. Um, a personal relationship. So I learned about God, but I never had that head knowledge of who God is move to my heart. Um, I did not have a personal relationship with him. Like I said, Um, I definitely let the pursuit of affirmation and self-worth be defined by the world. I pursued um, just that from Mm -hmm outside sources, not from God. Um, I let those things crowd God out really, probably early on. I was not connected, um, I'd say starting in junior high. So that was a pretty young age. I actually have a heart for that age group now because of that. Um, so I serve in my local church with the fifth and sixth grade ministry. And I was definitely that girl that looked to relationships with Mm -hmm. guys to fill that void in me. Um, And I was just super obsessed, I guess you could say, with image and materialism and the way I looked and got super absorbed in that. And all those things just really became idols, took the place of God. And I was in two really unhealthy, toxic relationships during that um, time um, through high school and into my early 20s. Um, So that period of my life 
lasted about 10 years, just not walking with the Lord. I guess you could say I was prodigal. Um, I did receive Jesus in my heart when I was 12. Um, but yeah, I just had a praying mom and God was faithful. So it was at the age of 24 that by his grace alone, uh, that I was saved and, or reborn, I guess. Yeah. And just again, by his power was able to go from seeking ways to live for myself to seeking God and finding my identity in him. Um, learned for the first time that I was created by him for him and knew that personally, um, experientially and, nothing could fill me the way his love did after that point. I just fell in love with him and his word. Um, it was through a daily devotion my mom had given me that I picked up and began reading, um, at that point in my life. Um, I was just really broken, um, at that mm. point. So I really saw Matthew six thirty three that verse, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you unfold. I was, Amen reading his word, couldn't get enough of it. And it really was just breathing life back into what was dead in my life. I guess um, you could say it that way. So yeah, he's just, he's been so faithful. Um, and that's where enter all those titles, I guess you blogger, writer, podcaster, photographer. Um, those are the current titles right now, I guess, in the season of my life. But over all of that, I, identify with being a disciple of Jesus. So in his daughter, um, and that's just where he's called me right now in this season and still single. So it's been a journey for sure. Wow. Girl can't imagine, but it definitely sounds like a a beautiful journey uh, for sure. And Hey, since you are open about saying that you are single, we have listeners who are male. So, Hey, We'll put that out there. <laughs> Let the spirit move, y'all. <laughs> I'm pursuit. I'm convinced that through this journey of the marriage project, he will bring my husband. Amen. Yes. Speak that over me, and I'm not going to take that away from them saying that to me. So. Yes, girl. We're going to just pour that and speak that over you and kind of thinking about that. Yeah. Um, you know, is it difficult at times to produce the marriage project while single? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I can't say that that specifically has made it difficult. Um, I actually really enjoy it. It's been so much fun and actually something I can put my energy and focus mm-hmm. toward. And because of the nature of what God's called me to do in it, it's been an adventure, I guess, to put it um, one way. So I travel to the couples I interview. I've been as far as South Africa. I went last year um, in September to interview a couple that God connected me mm-hmm. to, who he really used in my life back in that period um, when I was 24, coming out of that place of living apart from him and being reconciled to him. This couple, he used at an event I was attending and they were this godly couple. I'd never experienced um, or really witnessed anything like it before. All I'd known is not that great of guys to put yeah. it nicely. Um, but this guy was up there on stage. It was his event, his organization. And he just spoke of Jesus and his wife 
so honorably. And that really stood out to me and stuck with me. And six years later, I actually, I did not meet them that night, but I reached out to them once the marriage project kicked off and was a little bit nervous. I wasn't sure if they'd receive my message, but they did. And I had asked if I could go to them and interview them. And he was South African. She's from California. So their story is really cool how they came together. But she responded and was like, yes, come. We would love to be a part of it. Her message blew me away. And so God took me across the world to interview with them. And I've been able to do that in this season of singleness. So I wouldn't say it's difficult because of um, being single, creating a podcast based around marriage. I've actually really enjoyed learning about marriage because that was definitely an idol in my, from my past, I idolized marriage. I thought that was like the end goal. That's all I wanted to be was a wife. And God was like, Oh, we have so much more to do. Like there's so much more I need to heal in you first. Um, like I said, I was broken and through all of this, he's made me whole, um, in him, he's made me whole, but, and all of this has been just added, which is so much fun. And, really, I am grateful for it. So I can't say that it has been, I, you would think though, I mean, even doing wedding photography, I've never mm. found myself bitter in that in doing what I do. Um, mm. I just think, yeah, that's totally his grace for not feeling those. Yeah. I think that's so good, Alicia. And what really struck me was when you said that, you know, for you, marriage used to be an idol. <laughs> and God's like, I don't got time for that. There's things that I want to do through you before we even get to marriage. Um, you know, not only just preparation for marriage, but what I want to do through you for ministry, for your calling. And I think that's so powerful because, you know, I too had many seasons where marriage was an idol and it literally overtook my life. Mm -hmm. And it got so bad that, you know, I really settled, you know, I was like, you know, last year was my first year dating and I, you know, found someone who just, you know, wasn't but God's best because when you get yourself in a place of idolizing something, you then lose sight of what God has for you. And so that is just so powerful and making sure we take heed to when God in his word said to not have idols before me. Like I'm a jealous God. And he doesn't say that to like to, to harm us or to, to stop us from having, you know, blessings and gifts, but he also knows that he should be first for our own protection. And so if God was first for me last year, I would have never gotten into that relationship that that honestly broke me. And God had to literally resurrect me to life, if that makes sense, spiritually, yeah. mentally, physically, financially, and so many areas. And so I love that you shared that. And I really believe that our listeners are going to take um, so much from what you just shared um, as your journey of being in the single season, but not looking at it as a burden, but as an area for you to grow in and to become, become more what God wants you to be. So that's so beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. Amen. So good. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, with that being shared, you know, you, you discussed, you know, that it's really not a challenge for you right now. And God has really got you out of that idolization of marriage, but have you ever doubted God during this season? So less about idolizing marriage, but any doubts that you've had to overcome and just really keeping that trust and faith that, you know what, if, you know, God's going to get me through it and there's going to be a man for me in, in the right timing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think at that, that part where I guess you could say I was on fire for the Lord, not that I'm not still, it was just that like honeymoon period mm-hmm. with him in the very, very beginning at 
the start of it all, as I was experiencing him for the first time, um, I really thought that was going to come next. I thought, oh, okay, this is it. God's going to bring me a husband. I mean, <laughs> I had not set my sights on becoming a photographer or a podcaster. That was never something. My background is actually fashion merchandising. That's what I got my oh, degree wow. in. And oh, wow. yeah, same here. I mean, I still kind of use that in some way, yeah. I guess. Um, photography, but. No, it was always that. It was always, okay, that's what he's going to bring me. I'm going to, you know, this is the age people get married. And seven years later, so I'm 31, so it's been quite some time um, that, that I guess, um, strong just belief that it was coming has become, I've had seasons of discouragement. I guess you can say it that mm-hmm. way. You said have I ever doubted God? And I don't think that it's that I've doubted him, but more okay. of that I've doubted what I've heard yeah. him say. Mm, um, so I good. thought he's spoken promises over that, which I know he has, but I know the devil likes to come in and try to disrupt that. And there's definitely been lies I've had to not listen mm. to. Um, but I have to hold to that. That was such a huge part of my past relationships and these really awful relationships, why would that not be part of my story? Why would God not redeem that part? And I've almost felt that he is leaving that part for last, saving that the best for last. Um, and through it, I've learned so much more than I could have. I am totally that girl that tends to, or used to be, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see when I step into a relationship again. Cause I truly have been single this yeah. entire season on um, this last seven years. I haven't wow. been in a relationship. Um, I mean, there's been like things that have come up or things from my past to try to distract me or dismantle me without question, but I've had to hold firm to what he's spoken over that part of my story about what he will bring me, what he will give mm-hmm. me. Um, he said to not settle. And again, why would that not be the part that he wants to redeem even more fully because of what I've walked through? And so I do believe he has said that so or spoken that over my life, that there will be a season for marriage, that I will have a husband um but yeah, the season or the moments of doubt have definitely crept in. Um, but it has been more of never doubting mm-hmm. him because I know he's, single. I know if I'm single right now, there's a reason for it. And I guess I've just been having a dare to hope if that's the right way to say it, um, where that's kind of fizzled out throughout the seven years of waiting because <laughs> that's been a long yeah. time. I've had like, high, high moments with, oh, it's coming next year, next year, maybe next year. And it's like, okay. But I look at the time frame. I know God is so intentional about things. And I lived in sin in that period of my life, um, in and out of those not great or not good relationships for nine years. So I'm thinking maybe he wants to wait and take me through a whole nine years and replace those nine years with these nine years. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, I'm almost there, but I don't know. I just, I kind of have just kept having to give that back over to him and trust him with that. So, um, yeah, some, sometimes it definitely is like a, um, uh, 
a battle, you know, um, but it's like an everyday thing where sometimes you might just have to remind yourself of God's goodness. Sometimes you have to remind yourself um, of his faithfulness, especially if like the doubts begin to creep in. Um, and I love what you said about, you know, you, it's not like we, God shows us so much of his faithfulness that we just have to remind ourselves of his faithfulness. And, um, and because sometimes doubting him, (laughs) obviously it's, it's so, it's not productive. It's not going to get you anywhere. Um, sometimes it'll just lead you back to his faithfulness. (laughs) Most days it leads you back to his faithfulness. Um, so you definitely have to remind, um, yeah, you, we just got to remind ourselves of just how good he is and then what he's doing to us in this season and focusing on what's happening now and not necessarily on what we may not have. Um, so I love that. And kind of thinking about just the times where things don't either go the way we planned, um, disappointment creeps in because sometimes life just happens. Um, in what areas have you had to offer yourself grace? Um, and yeah, what areas have you had to offer yourself grace, um, in your journey and what wisdom, um, have you gained from offering yourself grace? Mm, that's so good. Um, in regards to what I've been called to do in this season, giving myself or offering myself grace, definitely has been moments I found myself frustrated with the process mm. because Right now, it's amazing that we're here talking about this because it has not always been the case. This was a there was a point where the marriage project was just a dream. Um, it was just notes scribbled in my <laughs> notebook, and um, wow. I think I was frustrated in that season, even wanting the next season. So, in correlation to marriage and singleness, I think even with that, I've had to um, just give myself grace. Um, in that process as well. And in those moments, um, where we want to get ahead of God, um, or where I wanted to get ahead of him, I've just had to stop and pray and put the power back into his hands because he is the one that holds the power. Mm. Um, so I have to remind myself too, it's just me right now anyway, uh, behind my photography business and the podcast And on top of maintaining relationships and friendships and commitments and ministry and serving and all these things, um, I have to remind myself in those moments that it's him who has called me um, to the work. I'm just the hands and feet. And in those things, just offer yourself that grace because literally I'm not an expert in any of these things. I was talking to Shelly about that, that I have never built a website before. I had no idea how to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I never had used a DSLR camera back then. Um, wow. Back when I got it in 2013, that was the year that everything happened with um, just experiencing the Lord. Got a camera that Christmas. Um, my old self, me before Jesus, I would have definitely been overwhelmed by that thing. I probably would have let it collect dust on my <laughs> shelf. But, um, with his help, 
um, him literally the, being the best helper literally handed me a photography mm. business and that's a whole story, but, um, gave me the discipline and the perseverance as I abided in him to keep going. And so all of these things, grace, I do find pockets of that because again, I had no idea what I was stepping into when I was stepping into these things. And by his grace, you learn it and he teaches it and he gets it done. It's amazing to think. And so it's just taking those baby steps and not, um, I guess getting ahead of those, just taking what he's given you for today and doing it and tomorrow will come, you know, he will help you get through those, um, whatever is task, I guess you could say. So, um, yeah, so those areas definitely I've had to just take a deep Mm -hmm. breath, um, step away if I need to, but don't quit, you know, just keep building, keep abiding and watch him get it done. Um, but yeah, wisdom have, oh gosh, the wisdom in that, um, I feel, right. you said it about not settling um, yeah. with offering yourself grace in that regard to marriage and singleness. Um, I have felt that he spoke into my life earlier on, I'd say a few years back. Um, I don't remember who wrote this. I It's not me. <laughs> I didn't say this. I thought somewhere, but it spoke into that um, place I was at back then. It said, don't remove any jewels from your crown. Um, he will bring a man strong enough to carry it. Oh my gosh. Is that good? (laughs) I love it. I know. I was like, wow, that's so good because I, um, definitely was that person or that girl that, uh, would make it easier, I guess, on the guy to pursue me, I would open myself up or I would drive an hour plus to go (laughs) hang out just for that momentary feeling or boost to the ego or whatever you want to call it. Um, but in this season, as I've grown in patience and having those fruits of the spirit given self-control, um, that has been something he, has helped me and to not go ahead of him even in that. And so that really spoken during that season, I think it was back in 2017 where I was kind of feeling like, Oh, I, I want this to move faster than it is. I, I want to, I want a, to be in a relationship. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was something that he really used to just remind me that he will bring yeah. someone um, strong enough to, just uphold the vision and come alongside and me for him as well. Um, and to not feel like I have to be anything less or anything more, um, that he will just bring it in the right timing. So I think that's tying that in just, um, grace for this season of singleness. Um, and also living in purity during this season, um, meaning just mind, body and soul. I have, amen. That's a whole, whole thing too, that I've had to give myself Mm -hmm. grace in, in moments where it's been harder or I've been tempted to trip up, um, or people have come in from my past because those people don't just go away. Um, things come in, text pop up, messages 
show up in your inbox or whatever it is. Um, but knowing that pursuing purity is so worth it because God can do amazing things through you when you're just completely sold out and wholly consecrated for him. Um, and holy being W H O L L Y just completely focused on what he's calling you to do in this season. And, um, living in that and from that place and just being really careful in what you're looking at and mm-hmm. um, it matters what you do with your body, how you're using your body. The Bible is really uh, strict on that. And Romans 12 mm-hmm. is such a good reference for that. And it matters what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're listening to. And that was a huge one for me. Music. <laughs> that was hard. As yeah. I came to know Christ, it was a lot of weaning off of a lot of old things and him walking me through what it looks like to live in purity and um, knowing that it does affect us. It does um, cause us to behave certain ways when we are allowing things into our hearts and it does affect your future marriage as much as we might not think it does. It will. You bring whatever you're sowing right now into your future marriage. So it's worth it. Um, to hold out. And so again, grace though, if you mess up or you're not perfect in that, uh, God is so quick to forgive us when we come to him and just confess those things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been a journey (laughs) for sure. Um, especially coming from my background and what I lived through apart from him. So I don't know if those are, I made that concise. Yeah. No, I think that was great. And what stuck out to me was that you said not just pure in body and what you're doing physically to take care of your temple and not engaging in sexual acts, but also pure in heart. Because at the end of the day, God has called us to be pure in heart. And we are able to be pure in heart, then we're able to be pure in our motives and pure in our behaviors. And that will just flow through. And then we can be able to, you know, not in, you know, engage in, in sexually tempting acts because we live, we, we are also flesh and we are human and we live in a world that sex sells. So we have that pressure at us every day. And I'm all for purity. Um, but I think, you know, what makes it more of a stumbling block today for a lot of believers is that they're not mm. pure in heart. Mm. So we're thinking, oh, I got to, you know, not do this, not do that. God's like, uh-uh, I want to work deeper. I want to go to the root. Let's look at your heart and get that fixed. And through that, then you'll be able to carry out, you know, things that I have put into place for your protection. So the law that God has given us to not have sex outside of marriage, well, that's to protect us, to protect our hearts, to protect our calling, to protect us from getting hurt. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people get stumped up on that. Oh, it's he's trying to keep us from doing this and have fun and enjoy ourselves. But you go ahead, live that life. And it's it's not fun. There's not a lot of joy in that. It can be yeah. fun temporarily. But afterwards, a lot of brokenness going okay. from person to person to person. And this is not to talk about judgment. This is just to encourage you out there to realize why God you know, has things in place for us to follow. It's never to keep and withhold from us. It is always to protect yeah. us. So let's focus on pure in heart. And as a result of that, we can then, you know, just be able to follow through with how God has called us to live for our own good and for his glory. And I just wanted to say one thing, um, Alicia, when you were talking, you were like, you know, some people from your past just creep in and, uh, me and a good friend of mine, we call them um, the zombies from our past. 
people that just kind of come from back from the dead and just want to, we don't even know. They just want to just be. Um, And I just wanted to kind of just speak to our listeners, especially who probably deal with that and still deal with that. I know I still will see something. A Snapchat of a name will just appear. So-and-so sent you a message. (laughs) So-and-so sent you a DM or whatever, or just like something, just to let you know that they are still lingering. (laughs) Um. (laughs) And I just wanted to say one, <laughs> a couple of things, but one thing is one, offer, your, some, offer yourself some grace if you did answer or respond. But two, um, really try just just keep going. Um, I feel like you made it this far uh, without these people kind of creeping out in your past. You can continue <laughs> to make it. Uh, father, because what I, when I see those things, I just think of hurdles. Um, So I used to be a track runner and I just think of, you are just running on this track and then a hurdle that you didn't even ask for just appeared. Um, But it is very easy when you get into a rhythm as um, a hurdler to just kind of boop, get over on the other side. Um, Granted, some people are there to trip us up. I feel like we can't forsake the fact that we've come a long way, especially in our lives and in our journeys, whatever that may be. Um, People, you guys have come a long way. And I'm just speaking to that person who's like, I'm almost there, but so-and-so just text me. Keep going. (laughs) Keep ignoring that. Just ignore it. Block it, dodge it, whatever you got to do. Um, if you you made it this far, you you don't need something extra, um, because I just think they're just distractions. Either they come innocently and unintentionally, but um, sometimes my mom always said this phrase to me growing up: "Think it not strange, Ash." And I just want to say, think it not don't think it not strange that this person popped up now. <laughs> When you feel like you finally got to this particular spot in your life, think it not strange that this person popped up. This person popped up for a reason. This thing popped up for a reason to trip you up and bring you backwards. Um, Whether they came unintentionally or not, I don't care if they were dropping off eggs and sugar, (laughs) like keep going. You made it this far, you know, without them. So just keep pushing. And that is all I had to say. That is my soapbox. Take it away, Brian. <laughs> no, I never want to portray that it's not hard or that I've reached a level of I've made it. So that was so good. And I even Amen. had um, a friend sit with me. So it's not that it was easy ever. Like I've, I think I've emphasized that now a few times, but there was a point back where it was more fresh, um, coming out of that. And I literally text a friend cause this person wasn't, there wasn't a clean break yet. It was still kind of, um, just being dealt with, I guess you could say, but I was able to share my testimony, which was really amazing and mm-hmm. completely just guided by the Lord in that. But there was still flesh in me and I was, had to be honest. And I said, you know what? Like I, I genuinely want to go over there. Like that was my honest feeling. And I had to be honest with that. Like I could have pretended like, Oh, I'm good. You know, 
I'm, I'm with the Lord now. Like this isn't hard, but I told my friend, I was like, I had this whole thing written out to respond um, to this person. And I was like, this doesn't feel honest because you know what the honest thing is, is that I do want to go over there. And that was what I led with. I actually said that to him. I said, you know what, this is how I feel, but I can't do that anymore because this, because now I've experienced the Lord. Um, I knew better and I wanted to live out of a place of purity. And it really opened up a conversation for me to share my story. And it, again, it's not to say like that wasn't a really hard day. I had my friends sit with me all day because I didn't trust myself. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't want to even Yeah. So accountability and sisters in Christ are so important for those Amen. moments. Be honest with them and trust them with that. Mm. Yeah. God put them there for a reason. Love that. <laughs> that was no, that was so good. And Shelly, thank you for even leading that conversation. And unless, you know, Alicia, that you're able to kind of just take it, you know, back to your journey. And I think that's beautiful to just be vulnerable yeah. and say, guys, listeners, we're going to struggle in many different areas in yeah. our life. Uh, we're not perfect, but with God, we will be able to get through those moments because God even shares in the scripture that he does not give us more than yeah. we can bear um, and overcome temptation. There's always a way out and it's just having to use wisdom. And that's exactly what you did, Alicia. You're like, you know what? I'll be real with myself. Let me call my friend up and get this accountability and like just be with her throughout the day so I don't do anything I regret. And that's wisdom. Like, a girl, that's amazing. And um, definitely you'll be taking that advice <laughs> for myself because I'm also single. So we'll see when that, you know, actually ends that, that season myself. <laughs> but overall, I just think that was so good. And our listeners are really gonna, you know, I believe be encouraged by that and knowing like, don't beat yourself up. If you get in those moments, offer yourself grace. Um, and, and that's the point of this journey is God, you know, loved us so much that he gave us lots of grace by giving Jesus first off to us. So, um, you know, he's there with us in those moments and he's not looking down at us as an angry God, but as a God who wants to love us, wants to help us to get back up. You know, the scriptures say the righteous fall seven times, but get back up again. But the wicked stumble with calamity strikes. And that scripture really helped me in the beginning of my walk to not be so hard on myself when I fell because I knew with God, I would always get back up. Um, and so thank you for that. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, and being vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, with that being shared, we'd love to, you know, um, close out by asking you based on where you are now in life with everything with COVID, what final words would you like to share to our listeners? She threw COVID in. <laughs> sure did, girl. COVID right here. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. But yeah, no, that's good. Um, I mean, speaking from a place of singleness, hosting a marriage podcast, um, all I can really say is to press into whatever season you find yourself in. I think we can compare ourselves. Um, I'm sure they're married women or men who look at their single friends and they're like, dang, like, I wish I could just jump on a plane and, you know, go. And while our as singles are like, wow, I really wish I could have a house of my own and start that family. You know, it's just so the devil to get in there and try to get us to not be satisfied with where we're at. So even in quarantine, um, finding contentment, I think is really what God has been teaching me to savor him 
and to learn what it is to be still and in singleness, I've definitely had to learn that and to give over the harder days to him and to embrace this season that it's set apart, that not everyone has a season of singleness. And it is a blessing to be able to serve God in this capacity Um, because it is true. I am able to jump on a plane and um, go interview a couple right now or photograph a wedding somewhere because he's called me to that. And not to say you can't do that when you're married, but um, because of this, season, I've been able to do that and just check in with him. So I've grown in intimacy with the Lord and knowing him as my husband. Um, Amen. Yeah. And really the podcast, the vision for it was to like Shelly shared that it was to shine a light on the sanctity of marriage, answering those questions. What is covenant? Um, what would you have liked to know before you stepped into marriage? Um, I just see so much doing what I do as a wedding photographer um, that some people don't fully realize the depth of what they're stepping into, that it is designed by God between man and a woman. And he has it designed that way for a specific purpose. And so I think that even if you're single, you can use this time to prepare yourself. You don't have to wait to live though. Um, You don't have to put your life on hold because you're not married because what I've learned through this podcast is that marriage does not define us. It's Jesus. Our relationship status does not define us. Jesus does. And he is the only one you're going to be able to rely on. A spouse will disappoint you. If you feel um, disappointed in your singleness, you're, you know, it's, it needs to be just redirected and, um, just asking God for that contentment to where he has you, no matter where you are. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like that has been the season of just continuing and persevering, um, to what he has called me to do and to not take for granted, I guess you could say the season, um, of singleness and, um, yeah, just really using this time to pour into, couples and um, share their stories because it is the portrait that God uses to display his relationship with the church. And that's how I see the website. I see it as um, just God's bride on display. I think of Ephesians 4 uh, talking about unity in the body. Um, It says in verses three through six, it says, make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace for there is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism and one God and father who is over all and in all and living through all. And that's just how I see the Mm. website. I see that there's no church affiliation with it. We are one body we have one Lord. We are in one faith. We are of Amen. one mind, or we should be. We need to be praying for that for um, the church. So it's just His bride on display, and I just am grateful that He has let me be the one to um, do this work, learn as I as I go. I love it, and it's so beautiful. Um, and so, tell us how can our listeners find you? So. The Marriage Project has its own website. It's at www.themarriageproject.co, C-O. And 
has an Instagram. It's at the Marriage Project Co. The dot com was taken, <laughs> but it's actually not even live anymore. But I actually I like the dot co. It God gave me that it's a community organization, so that in my mind is what the CO stands for. Um, so Aww. that is that. My writing um, is linked to my personal Instagram um, oh, yes. at Alicia Miller. I love it. And I just want to thank you so much for joining us uh, today on Space of Grace. It was such a blessing to have you here. We hope that you enjoyed that episode and will continue to make room and space for grace. Make sure to subscribe on all major podcasting platforms. You can connect with us by going to our Milkshake account at msha.ke slash space of grace podcast, where you'll find our Instagram, Facebook, website, and ways to listen to Space of Grace. Don't forget to tune in every Monday. It's going to be dope.